Hello, welcome to Cheese the Day, the best podcast in the entire world, if you ask my mom. <laughs> my name is Thomas, I'm the cheese department head at the Eureka Co-op, and I'm here with my fellow cheese nerd, Veronica. I'm the cheese head at the Arcata location. Excellent. So we're like experts. Today we're going to be answering some more frequently asked cheese questions that we get in our daily lives as cheese professionals. Yes. <laughs> All right, so jumping right in. Uh, something that comes up a lot is how we feel about sliced cheese and shredded cheese. Because most of the cheese we offer for sale is not sliced and it's not already shredded. And not pre-crumbled. We have and a couple options. They're there. I am resistant to bringing in pre-shredded, pre-grated, pre-crumbled cheeses. I am also mildly resistant to that. Yeah. Thomas is less resistant than I am. I am. I have, I don't know. I want to carry all the cheese. And I have some limited space issues. And also I feel that the quality of products that are pre-shredded, pre-grated, pre-crumbled, the quality is less. Let's talk about why that is. So well, why can't I just shred the cheese and then package it for sale and have it sit on the shelf for months? You can tell, like, there's some inherent bias in the way I phrased that question. <laughs> but. Uh, well, so typically cheese that comes to you and you buy it and it's pre-shredded in the package. Mm -hmm. It's not just cheese in there. Because if it was just cheese in there, it would probably clump back together and try to yes. make a, a solid chunk of cheese in the package. So in order to prevent that from happening, they put anti-caking agents in there, like cellulose, which is actually wood fiber. <laughs> Very small wood fiber. Straight up wood fiber. And they might couple that with potato starch, because uh, potato starch is pretty much clear or translucent. And if you put those two things together, you can... It does pretty much the same thing, but you would see more cellulose pieces if they you'd use just that. Mm -hmm. I think I garbled that a lot. Um, and also, probably has natamycin in it as well, which is, it's non-toxic, but it's there as an anti-mold agent. Um, so, additives in your shredded cheese to keep it from getting moldy and keeping it from clumping together. And then also... Cheese that's pre-shredded or pre-grated has a whole lot more surface area, so it's much more prone to dry out and oxidize, and so you lose a lot of flavor, and you lose good texture components, and also because of that extra surface area, it will then be more prone to molding, thus the natamycin that's added to it. I realize I'm nodding along as Veronica is talking, and none of you can see that. But I'm just sitting here, like, nodding yep, yep, furiously, like, yep, yeah, 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 amen. That's true. Preach it. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I want people to have their best cheese experience. And, yes, it's very, very convenient to be able to just buy a pack of pre-shredded or pre-crumbled, pre-grated cheese. But you're not getting the best part of that cheese. I completely agree. And I... I am less resistant to carrying pre-shredded cheeses because, and this is just sort of, I I take advantage of convenience all the time. Sometimes I'm like, no, I got to I gotta buy pre-shredded cheese for this pizza because I'm making a whole bunch of pizzas, and I don't want to be sitting there shredding cheese. I want to be 
making pizzas as quickly as possible so that I can interact with my guests and actually participate in this pizza party that I'm throwing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's totally pretty, fine. That's very understandable. Yeah. And part of the reason that I... The additives, I, I mean, I think I get enough wood fiber in my diet as it is. <laughs> but part of the reason that I'm I'm resistant to selling cheeses, for me, it's it's about, well, like, I, I want to be able to shred the cheese and have it there freshly shredded because of that flavor. To me, it's more about flavor than the additives. Because you can run this experiment at home, shred some cheese, and just leave it out on your counter. Mm. And... It's not a question of, like, hours and hours or days that it loses flavor. I can taste the difference in shredded cheese that I shredded half an hour ago versus two hours later or three hours right. later. And also because it dried while it was yeah sitting there with all, all that extra surface area. Yeah, if you shred some cheese and leave it on the counter. It doesn't melt the same. It definitely won't melt the same. And if you've ever pulled pre-shredded cheese out of the package and just, like, eaten a little nibble of it, you can actually feel that cellulose. Yeah. And I kind of ruined my, my partner for that because I pointed <laughs> that out, and then he tried it, and he's like, oh, what? Well, now I can never have pre-shredded cheese because you just ruined it for me. <laughs> but I don't know if this is just my my termite or beaver ancestry, but... I feel like it doesn't ruin it for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, but like that's wood fiber, and I accept that fact. That's okay that it's wood fiber. <laughs> Thomas is part termite. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> On my mother's side. Uh, Sorry, Mom. Anyway, we do have some pre-shredded, pre-grated, pre-crumbled cheeses, but uh, it's just it's just not going to be as good. Yes. And I will hasten to point out that we try to keep a lot of... We try to keep all the bases covered with pre-shredded cheeses. Like, these are some pre-shredded cheeses that you'll need for salads, melting, have some blues, mm -hmm. some dry, salty Parmesan-type things. Because, uh, frankly, and I know I have members of my family who have mobility issues, or they're not necessarily able mm -hmm. to easily grate their own cheese, especially something hard like a Parmesan. Right. So, yeah. we both, I know we both, and yeah, we've talked about this, so... I'll just speak for you and say that you feel the same. That, yes, yes. Yeah, I do. we want we want some some grated and shredded Parmesan options because if you're at all mobility impaired, that's a cheese that's very difficult to grate yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're able and you've got the time, you will absolutely have a better flavor experience grating it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't tried grating your own fresh for a recipe, I highly recommend it. I uh, will promise that you will taste the difference. And if you don't, I'm sorry that I made that promise. Because right. <laughs> I made it basically without any evidence yeah. or knowing how well you are at uh, tasting I think I try not to have, <laughs> I try not to voice my strong opinions about pre-shredding and grating to customers, but... Pre-crumbled feta just seems ridiculous to me. It doesn't taste the same. It as does a not taste the same feta in the brine because it's got so much extra surface area. It is very prone to going sour and not being any good because feta is packed in brine and it's submerged completely in brine and that helps keep it fresh yeah. and tasty and delicious. 
And also that feta, if you just pull a block of feta out of the brine, it wants it's to crumble so itself. easy to crumble. It's not hard to crumble. It actually takes professional training for us to cut and package it and keeping it from crumbling during that process. <laughs> it's very difficult to stop it crumbling. Yeah. 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 So feta is one of those. I mean, I we have a we have some pre-crumbled feta on the shelf, but yeah. I've and when it gets returned, it. it's because someone complained that it was sour. And I think, well, yeah. <laughs> but... It's not in the brine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next question. Uh, this is a fun one. Why don't we have – this is a cheese about organizing – or sorry, this is a cheese about organizing. This is a question about organizing our cheese and how we organize our cheese. Uh, the question often comes up, why don't we have a section for our – our organic cheddars or why isn't there a goat cheese section or things like that like why, why can't I go to a section and see all the Italian cheeses or all the import cheeses in one place oh my gosh there's no perfect way to organize the cheese department because there will always be people that will come along and say well why okay so if you decide i'm gonna have all the jacks together and i'm gonna have all the cheddars together and i'm gonna have all the goat cheeses together then what do you do with goat jack yeah what do you do with goat jack or like goat mozzarella or like any of those things and if there's an organic section then where does organic cheddar go and organic goat jack go yeah yeah so when it really comes down to it I organize the department in the way that I feel best serves the most customers. Yeah. Because there's no perfect way to do it. I cannot, I can't make everyone happy. I try. <laughs> we try, or at least I, th my thought process goes something along the lines of, I'm trying to imagine the average shopper and where they would expect to find the cheese. So sometimes yeah. that's, how expensive is this cheese? Is it a quote-unquote fancy cheese? Yeah, yeah. Does it need to be with the other fancy cheeses? Or is right. this something that they're going to be cooking with pizzas and Italian dishes? Is it... Yeah. I try to keep my mozzarellas together and things like that, but I can't always do that because also, you know, Rumiano makes an organic mozzarella, and it just makes sense to have that on the shelf with the rest of their organic lineup. Right. Yeah. You know, try to have all the shredded pre-sliced cheeses in the packages in the one spot, of course. But when it when it really comes down to it, there is no there's no make everyone happy way <laughs> to to organize it all. So, I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. That's such a strong answer. My my yeah. final answer was going to be, well, "I'm sorry, we did our best." <laughs> <laughs> I like yours better. I did what I want. Yeah. That's why it's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I try, actually try not to shuffle things around in the department a bunch because as a shopper myself, mm -hmm. I cannot stand it when I go into a store and things are moving around all the time and oh, you have yeah. to spend it's extra a new season time. We've reshuffled everything. Oh, gosh. Because if you just want to go in and get your five ingredients and get the heck out of there. It's really nice if you're you're good at shopping that particular store. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's a skill, knowing where everything is. I know I feel a sense of accomplishment when I walk in and I look at my list and I can mentally picture where all of that stuff is in the store. And strategize your yeah. pathway so oh. you, you don't have to repeat the same aisle. Are yeah. we just like really nerdy or is that a common experience that other people have? I feel that that's pretty common. 
until you said that just then, I thought I was the only one that was like, yeah, I'm going to go here first. I'll start on that end, and I'll go there, and then I'll hit the meat department, and then I'll, oh, okay. (laughs) It's ridiculous, but I feel like such a ninja when I can make my trip as efficient as possible. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to, I spend 40 hours a week in a grocery store. I don't want to spend extra time there shopping. Yeah, especially in other stores, because I don't necessarily know where everything is at the Safeway and Cotton or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break before we move on, because I feel like this next topic is going to its gonna be a big topic. We're going to talk about mold when we get back from this break. Ooh, mold. Mold, the fuzzy stuff. <laughs> After this. Cheese the Day is the official cheese cast of the North Coast Co-op, your local member-owned and organic certified grocery store, where everyone is welcome. Now back to the cheese nerds. So mold. So mold. The fuzzy stuff. <laughs> the fuzzy stuff. <laughs> How deep are we going to get into mold? Uh, it's a big topic. Well, I th- it's a huge topic. Yeah. But I think for the sake of probably the listener's sanity, they don't want to go that far into mold, really. Excellent. And also my sanity. Honestly, I am not an expert. I assume there are... I don't know if that's botanists or biologists that cover mold or scientists, scientist types. Yes. Scientist that, that they know type. all the scientific names. Yes. Well, I think in the interest of what customers shopping at the store, their concern about mold would be, would be, my cheese at home started growing mold. Can I just cut it off and eat the cheese? Yeah, Totally. I would say, yeah, totally, uh, for a firm cheese. Like, if, if there's mold growing in a very soft cheese, something like yeah. cream cheese, I tend not to cut that off. The, right. Generally, the harder the cheese is, the more confident I am. If your chev you took home, and then it got shoved to the back of the fridge, and it sat there for a week and a half, and it started getting a pink slimy layer on it, don't eat that. That's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like should definitely trust your senses some there. Some white fuzzy mold or some greenish blue fuzzy mold growing on your cheddar. Just chop it off. You can eat the rest of the cheese. It's totally fine. That is what I do at home. It is totally fine. And as far as mold on blue cheese, that stuff is delicious. That stuff is delicious. Uh, very often, there. So there, there are cheeses that are intended to be moldy. Blue being an obvious example. Right. Uh, that mold. Sometimes you will see that mold on other cheese where it's not supposed to be. And Mm -hmm. that presents a problem sometimes. Not necessarily a safety concern, but a flavor problem. Right. But, you know, if the chunk of cheese is big enough and you can chop off that piece, then it should be fine. Uh, Also, uh, there is brie to consider. That is mold. That white, bloomy rind. Mm Mm-hmm. Is a wonderful, dense layer of and it's kind of mushroomy. Fl- yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say that mushroom flavored mold, which makes that uh, that champignon mushroom brie yeah. extra mushroomy delicious. The mushroom brie that's got mushrooms in it, champignon mushrooms. It's from uh, Bavaria. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a wonderful cheese. It's in both stores. 
it is positively delightful and definitely deserves to have more fans. Yes. I know there's a lot of employees that that's their favorite cheese. If you love, if you love mushrooms, if you love mushroom soup, you'll probably oh. love that cheese. Melt it. You will not be sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next question. How should I eat this? We get this question a lot. Um, people think that, lots of people think that, oh, I'm buying this fancy cheese. There must be a specific pairing that needs to go with this in order for me to fully enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, you can have it with a pairing and it could be very nice. You could come up with your own crazy pairing and put hot Cheetos with it and that might be good. <laughs> it could totally be good. But really the best way to enjoy really good cheese is to pair it with your mouth. <laughs> just just eat it. <laughs> Insert cheese into mouth. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you want know. to find a way to do that, like a vehicle to put the cheese on, carbs are great. Yeah. Everybody loves carbs, right? Yeah. I don't know. Basic guidelines. If you don't want to have the the great flavor of the cheese have too much competition, pick a plain bread or a plain cracker to have with it. But really, yeah. you can just have the cheese just as it is and enjoy it. And if it. all you've got is a corn chip... If anyone's judging you for eating cheese on a corn chip, you don't need that kind of toxic negativity in your life. <laughs> Just go forward and enjoy your chips and cheese. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Sometimes that is all I've got in the yeah. house is some corn chips. Like a cryo nacho. Cryo nacho. Yeah. You see, that's a really trendy name for just unmelted cheese on a corn chip. It sounded uh, like a real thing, didn't it? It did. Just tell them it's a cryo nacho. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, oh, and this is this is a fun question, actually. And uh, so the question is, do you have that one cheese? It's uh, salty and it's creamy and it's pale, which like, <laughs> describes so many so many cheeses. That's ninety percent of cheeses, maybe. But Thomas and I both really enjoy this type of question because it is a puzzle. And I love helping people figure out what it is they're looking for. And I have to say, my track record is like 90% of the time or more, I help them figure out exactly what they were looking for. That's pretty good. I'd say if they're looking for a cheese that we sell, yeah, uh, then my track record is about 90%. It yeah. is, uh, I, I would, uh, not to brag, but like humble brag, we're professionals, and we're actually really good at figuring out which cheese you're talking about. We know which questions to ask. We know, like, oh, did it have a blue label or yellow label? Uh, <laughs> tell, did you melt it? Like, how did you eat it? What Did it have a hard rind? Did it have a hard rind? Did it taste kind of barnyardy, but, like, in a good way? <laughs> yeah, we really like those questions. They're amazing. Each one is an individual puzzle that is a really satisfying journey once you've figured yeah. it out. Usually it's... It's that question is either prompted by uh, they came into the store a couple of weeks before and they had a sample of something and they couldn't remember the name of it, or they were at a, a party or a gathering and somebody had brought a cheese board and That's there was a, big one. a cheese on there that they were like, "Oh my god, what is this?" My and friend said I could buy this here. Yeah, yeah. It had nuts on next to it yeah. on the cheese board. Please come and visit us. And ask us these questions because we really actually enjoy them <laughs> quite Very a bit. Much. Quite a bit. Yeah. And we want to help you and find you, help you get the right cheese. Yeah. 
or maybe discover a, a great alternative if we don't have it. Yeah. I'm always I, I'm I'm pretty much always happy to talk to you about cheese. Even if it's not a really specific question. If you just wanna like get me talking about cheese, we're on a cheese podcast for a reason. Yeah. We can talk yeah. about some cheese. And you're not interrupting our day. We get paid to talk to you oh, about yeah. cheese. It's I mean like can we just take a moment to recognize that we get paid to talk about cheese? Yeah. And sometimes we get paid to put cheese in our mouths and, like, taste it professionally. <laughs> That's pretty great. We did something right in life. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, do you want to think of a last meal cheese? Okay. Yes. Like, I do. This your is- last meal. And it can include only one cheese. Which one would you choose? Only one. This is actually one of my least favorite questions that customers ask me (laughs) because I love cheese. I love cheese, too. It's really hard to pick just one. But sometimes people ask, what's your favorite cheese? Like, you're a cheese professional. You're an expert. You get paid to talk about cheese. What's your favorite? And that is the question that we dread, the one cheese question we dread. Oh, well, like Thomas said earlier, it's like asking you to pick your favorite child. Yeah. You're not supposed to have an answer to that question. If you do, people will look at you funny. Yeah. (laughs) So, Thomas, what's your favorite? Your one. You're pinning me down. I got to pick one cheese. Your very last last meal. meal. I'm just going to say this answer, if you ask it at any time of day, it changes. What's the last cheese I saw? What's the last cheese I saw and just like lusted after and be like, I need to eat this cheese. I, I, I need that <laughs> cheese in my life. So right now, my answer in this moment, what cheese do I want for my last meal? I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Latour. Ah. We talked about it. When we were recording earlier, that's actually part of a different episode, but it is a fantastic cheese. It's a soft rind-ripened cheese. It's silky. It's made from a bunch of different milks, cow, sheep, goat. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a blend. I feel like that's like the most cheese I could get. This is my last cheese on earth. There's going to be cheese in the afterlife, obviously, <laughs> but the last cheese I get to eat right now. I want, like, a lot of bang for my cheese buck there. So, yeah, that's what I'm going with. It gets me a bunch of different milks. It gets me a really pleasant texture. And, uh, you know, I'd probably have, like, some bread there to eat it with. I assume that's allowed. But I could probably well, just eat it with meal. a spoon. The cheese yeah. is part of your last meal, so. Uh, okay, a warm loaf of French bread and an obscene quantity of Latour. Like, fresh out of the oven yeah. bread? Yeah. Because oh. Latour is, it's wanting to melt at room temperature it'll so melt like beautifully on bread fresher younger litter or litter that's that's getting older and okay i don't know if this is cheating but like it's one type of cheese but could i have both like a fresh one and an aged example like for my last meal it would be delightful <laughs> i don't know if this is like stretching the rules too much but i would love to taste it at like different ages through its lifespan so i can just appreciate it like Oh, this is a young, maybe immature one that's not as good. And this is this is it when it's perfect, 
and this is it aging, and this is it towards the end of its lifespan. And it turns out it's just a metaphor for my life. (laughs) I am the Latour. (laughs) This is getting very philosophical. It's getting very philosophical. But or I could just like put it on some bread and shove it in my face. Yeah. 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 I like to think my last moments will be philosophical. Thank you. But they'll probably just be be gorging myself on cheese. Oh, Latour. Okay, Veronica. Ugh, Pick one cheese, so just hard. one cheese, for your last meal. He, Thomas just did a like head bob at me. <laughs> He's like, mm, just turn one it around. cheese. There. How do you like mm. it? Neener, neener. <laughs> oh, that's so tough. It really is. Oh, I, 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 I like your spin on at any particular different time during the day. The choice mm-hmm. might be different. I could really, really get down with a piece of Breveruse d'Argental oh. right now. I love your idea of getting one of the North Coast Bakery, the ladybug rolls. Or is that? That's Brio. Brio. Yeah, Brio. That's Brio Bakery. Yeah. The ladybug rolls. Those are great. Sliced open, toasted a little bit, mm. and a whole quarter of a brick chunk <laughs> of Breberus d'Argental stuffed in there. That is a fantastic oh. last meal. Oh. You know, the bread's warm enough but the cheese barely fits in there and then when you squeeze it down you take that first bite, some melty Breberus drips out the back. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. we're both looking wistfully into the middle distance now just like oh that sounds so good so wonderful but on another day i might say i want some camisola yeah my answer yesterday would have been completely different it probably would have been like a really dry sharp cheddar yeah 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 Oh, it's a tough question. It's a very tough question. But we can actually make your last meal happen, like, right now. Not that it would be your last meal. This is not me threatening you live on air. <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying, right downstairs, we've got some bread d'Argental and some ladybugs. Mm. And there's a toaster oven here. We could make this happen. Oh, I'd c- have to skip over that food I already brought with me, because I knew this would all make me really hungry. Yeah. Okay. On that note, I think we should both... Go eat some cheese. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we should probably wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this. If you're interested in any of the cheeses we mentioned, Breberus d'Argental, uh, Latour, those cheeses can be found in our cheese departments at either of our store's location. Although I should mention Latour is only at our lo- Arcata location. And I'm out right now at the uh, but she's this out right now. particular moment. Uh, this outro was so smooth. But, okay. If you're interested in cheese in general, we both sell cheese at both of our locations. Uh, located at 811 I Street in Arcata and 25 4th Street in Eureka. Please follow the North Coast Co-op on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at North Coast Co-op or northcoast.coop. I know our URL. That's northcoast.coop, C-O-O-P. If you want more content and would like to subscribe to our email list, please visit northcoast.coop, C-O-O-P, slash cheese, dot P-H-P. Thanks. Bye-bye now. <laughs> <laughs>